Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is NBA Today, hosted by Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Hello, I'm Malika Andrews, and coming up on NBA Today, we have so much to get to. We need to recap LeBron's surprise Drew League performance. Well, questions about Westbrook's future in Los Angeles, they arise after parting ways with his agent. Plus, Woj is going to join us with the latest on the potential trades for Kevin Durant, for Kyrie Irving, Donovan Mitchell, all of that we will get to. And the legend the Hall of Fame Center. Do you know who's going to be joining us here on NBA Today? It's Dikembe Mutombo joining the show. So we have so much to get to. But first, I do want to take a look at the weekend that was around the NBA. But you haven't done it till you do the Drew. Last time Bron Hoot in a high school gym, he was a cheat coach. You gotta work, work. See, hustle is not the same DeMar DeRozan hitting the step back triple. And welcome everyone to the NBA 2K23 Summer League playing for trophies and rings. Made plays when we Pride. had to. Got put in the friend zone. A great time, Jackson. What up, bro? Oh, y'all won it? They won it? Oh, shit, bro. We celebrate that. You feel me? Chance. <laughs> So like I said, welcome to NBA Today, and we have a fabulous panel for you today. We have Dave McMenamin joining Kendrick Perkins and Zach Lowe. But where we need to start is with the Lakers and Russell Westbrook, because over the weekend, Adrian Wojnarowski, our senior NBA insider, reported that Russell Westbrook has parted ways with his longtime agent. So I want to contextualize that, what it means, what it means for the Lakers, for our viewers. So bringing in Dave McMenamin now. Dave, what exactly does this mean? Why should Lakers fans see this as noteworthy? Well, Malika, because, and I have the statement here from Thad Fuchet, it's kind of a rarity in our business to see something this in-depth when a client leaves his representation, but... You know, I'll, I'll read it off this full screen here. The marketplace is telling the Lakers they must add additional value with Russell in any trade scenario. Mm. And even then, such a trade may require Russell to immediately move on from the new team via buyout. My belief is that this type of transaction only serves to diminish Russell's value and his best options to stay with the Lakers. To read between the lines here, it's clear that Thad Boucher, his longtime, now former agent, has been trying to work behind the scenes to find a deal for Russell to move to a fourth team in four years. It hasn't happened up to this point, and so Thad is telling Russ as his, farty, uh, as his parting note that your best bet is to stay with the Lakers and basically calling the Lakers bluff because we've heard all the right things said by Darvin Ham thus far telling us that 
Russell Westbrook will have a major role on this team. He told Mark Spears of Anscape he will still be the starter. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, while those comments have been made, Rob Blink has been working behind the scenes for about a month in order to try to find a trade scenario for Russ. And so what this means at the end of the day is that we'll see if Russ signs another agent that can help facilitate such a deal. Yeah. Uh, someone with ties around the league and can leverage those relationships. Um, but we're still at a stalemate. So let's bring in the rest of our panel. Zach Lowe, hello, and Kendrick Perkins. Zach, what do you make of this breakup? It's certainly noteworthy, although it's been in the works for, I think, a long time. Like Dave said, the implication of Thad Fouché's statement was, Russ wants to trade. I don't think that's best for him. Immediately after that statement came out, some damage control was done. The LA Times reported that Russ and others reported that Russ has never asked for a trade, never requested a trade. Mm. Then there were reports from Chris Haynes at Yahoo that Russ, AD, and LeBron got on a little bit of an old school conference call, dialed up the landlines, I guess, <laughs> and, and had a sort of detente about we're all together, we're still together. That all seemed like damage control to me. The underlying implication was there seemed to be some tension between what Russ wanted, what Darvin Ham wants, what the Lakers want. And to me, all of that tension is still in the air. We have two months before camp. We'll yeah. see if Russ is on the Lakers by then. Well, so it was really interesting, particularly what you said about that phone call that Yahoo reported, um, because... I was at Summer League, you know, Dave was at Summer League. We all went to Summer League and we saw Russ on the other end of the court when LeBron James was also there watching the Lakers. Perk, you played with Russ. What exactly is at stake, do you think, this upcoming season for him? It's a lot. Um, and I'm not talking about his past. Listen, we already know that Russell Westbrook is a future uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm. We already know that Russell Westbrook, in my eyes, is a top 25 greatest player to ever play the game of basketball. But when it comes down to this particular moment and it comes down to Russell Westbrook coming into this particular season and looking into the future, this is a make-or-break moment for Russell Westbrook. Mm. And when I see it, I'm looking at it and I'm saying, look, Russ, this season right here is going to determine your future. And when I say the future, I mean we could really witness Russell Westbrook go from making $47 million or $48 million a year, being one of the highest paid guys in the league, to actually playing for a veteran minimum if he don't show the rest of the NBA that he's willing to sacrifice, that he's willing to put his pride aside, that he's willing to take a lesser role. If Russell Westbrook could come out and be efficient, take a lesser role, put his pride aside, then guess what? He's going to extend his future. He's going to get a bigger He's going to get a bigger payday than a veteran minimum. But if not, he's treading, in, in, he's treading in deep waters. And look, Russell Westbrook could possibly be out the league if he's not careful and not put his pride aside. Dave? And, Perk, I reported this last year. A uh, Eastern Conference executive compared Russell Westbrook to Allen Iverson to me and said that look at Mm -hmm. Iverson's path, he never really adjusted his game, changed his role, and expanded his game to work with the times. And all of a sudden, he goes from being one of the game's brightest stars, biggest names, to completely out of the league. And that is the precarious situation mm -hmm. that Russell Westbrook finds himself in. And you mentioned Perk him trying to take a different role. I mentioned this on 
Zach's podcast yesterday, the low post, that I had sources tell me that the last coaching staff led by Frank Vogel and the Lakers, they didn't believe that Russ would be able to accept that role. They thought they would lose him completely, perhaps have him be away from the team if they benched him or told him your job would be to come off the bench permanently. And, and so, again, that was a very measured decision by that coaching staff not to go that direction. We'll have to see now that Darvin Ham has already publicly told Mark Spears that Russell can be his starter – can he go down that road and have Russ accept it uh, coming off the bench? All right, so that's Russell Westbrook. Let's flip it, reverse it, and pivot to LeBron James. The last time we saw him on the court in a Lakers uniform, it was April 1st. 38 points and a loss to the Pelicans. But this past Saturday, he was back on the court at the Drew League. It's, it's a pro-am pickup league in Compton. I was there. LeBron was doing LeBron things. Dave, you were there as well. He didn't sit a minute of this game. <laughs> All 40 minutes, and listen, I was uh, standing near the baseline around some of his Lakers teammates, and we caught each other's uh, attention, and he made an announcement to me in the second quarter, Dave, I'm 100% healthy, and, and to me, that was a very clear indication of why he was there, right? He missed seven of the last games, seven of the last eight games of regular season with that left ankle sprain. He missed 26 games in total last year, and it was disaster. He's looking ahead to year 20 of his NBA career, which will be in Los Angeles, and he is trying to get the momentum going in the right direction from the summer onwards, saying, I got something to prove this year. Well, and he certainly looked healthy when he was elevating like that. The atmosphere in there, it was absolutely electric just a packed gym LeBron went for 42 points 16 rebounds three assists there wasn't exactly a ton of defense played but that's not the point and you said the I'm healthy is he said that over and over I, I was sitting near the baseline he was looking into the crowd looking at individual faces that he recognized I feel great my hamstring feels great my body feels great my legs feel great I feel healthy so perk is this a big deal a little deal or no deal at all that LeBron was playing this weekend at the Drew League Oh, it's a huge deal. It's a huge deal for the game of basketball. It's a huge deal for LeBron James' health. And most importantly, it's a huge deal to show the world that LeBron James loved the game. His love for the game is undeniable when you talk about him being going into year 20, uh, the same age as me, going on 38 years of age, and he goes in the middle of July and goes and plays at an extremely high level. Like, he wasn't smiling. He had his game face on. So, one, he set the temperature and he set the tone for his team to let him know what this year is going to be about. And then it also showed his appreciation for the game. We're talking about LeBron James, who was just in – uh, uh, magazine, I forgot the name of it. Uh, can't think of the name of it. N name of it at the moment of reaching a billion dollars. His network is a billion dollars. Like when you're right, when you're driving and you're playing right now, and the passion that he's playing with and going and playing in front of a crowd that some of those people would never be able to see a LeBron James up close again in their life. That just shows you the love that he have for the game of basketball. Zach? I think it's awesome. I think it's a great sign. If I'm the Lakers, I'm like, 40 minutes, LeBron. Let's, do, let's not do <laughs> that on. again. Like, let's just take it a little easier than that. Let's not turn an ankle. Mm -hmm. but, per, but Perk is right. Look, a healthy LeBron James is an MVP candidate. 
That was the case last year. Mm. That was the case the year before. And all these discussions about Russ and Kyrie and Mm. how the Lakers upgraded or didn't upgrade their bench, none of that matters if LeBron and Anthony Davis are not healthy and playing at their peak levels when it matters. That's the first step to the Lakers becoming a playoff team. Forget about contender status and all that. They got a bunch of steps to get for between there, between now and there. Step one is those guys got to be healthy and productive. And so this is a great sign. It's LeBron James going into year 20. Like Dave said, it's awesome. All of us want to see MVP level LeBron in Los Angeles. I feel like it's been a while since we've seen that in high-stakes games. Mm. It'd be great to see it again. Yeah, and I said uh, Hammy. Well, DeMar DeRozan was there. He looked pretty healthy. Speaking of Hammies, and for LeBron James, it was an ankle. He looked incredibly healthy as well. Gentlemen, thank you. Please do not go too far. I want to bring in our senior NBA insider, Adrian Wojnarowski, because it's only been like, I don't know, 444-ish hours, but who's counting, since you reported, Woj, that Sean Marks is working with Kevin Durant on a trade out of Brooklyn, and I can't count how many times over the course of this show we've pivoted from the Lakers to Brooklyn here we are again 18 days later Durant is still in net why is that Woj? Malika Brooklyn uh, simply doesn't have a deal out there that's good enough to justify trading Kevin Durant with four years left on his contract uh, really at the apex of his talent and uh, you know they've continued to talk to teams around the league but simply no one's meeting that threshold and and ultimately, teams like Miami, Phoenix, uh, who have been motivated to try to find deals for Kevin Durant, you know, they've got to go out into the marketplace and see if they can uh, add teams, mm. add assets and different players potentially uh, who might help uh, meet that threshold with Brooklyn. Uh, obviously, there's limitations, you know, with Miami because of. Uh, the contract Bam Adebayo has and Ben Simmons. They can't be on the same roster uh, together. That certainly limits, um, you know, uh, the structure of a transaction. And so, uh, listen, we still have uh, a mo- you know, couple months left in uh, the summer, in the offseason before training camp. Uh, but right now, simply, there's not a deal out there for Brooklyn. And, you know, they do have time on their side uh, because – you know, Kevin Durant has those four full years left on his contract. It's a different it's a different circumstance than say San Antonio in 2018 with Kawhi Leonard when he was heading into the last year of his deal. Right. He had missed the previous season and this was hanging over the organization in, in, in a different way. So that's Kevin Durant. Let's get to Donovan Mitchell. What's the latest on Utah's all-star guard here? Uh, Malika Utah talked with the Knicks early last week, uh, exchanged some ideas of what a, a potential Donovan Mitchell deal with New York might look at, might look like. And I think now Utah's out talking to the rest of the league, seeing what else might be available to them. I do think they'll reconnect with the Knicks at some point mm. in this offseason. Uh, but again, Utah, a high threshold for doing a deal with for Mitchell. Four years left also on his contract. You saw what they got for Rudy Gobert. Uh, They were patient. They really weren't in a bidding situation necessarily uh, when they got there, when they got a price that ultimately felt pretty easy to do the deal on. Four first round picks, really a fifth pick when you counted uh, Minnesota's 2022 first, uh, did the deal with the Jazz, 
with, with Minnesota. Mm. And I think that's going to be the posture here again in Utah. Uh, New York doesn't want to just bid against itself, uh, offer up more and more without a sense there's somebody else in the marketplace yet doing that. And so I do think any potential Donovan Mitchell deal is going to take some time. Senior insider Adrian Wojnarowski, thank you so much. We will continue to check in with you as news develops. Still to come, though, on NBA Today, with DeAndre Ayton re-signing with the Suns. Big perk, he gives us his big list of big men. You're going to want to see where Ayton ranks. Plus, after taking a pay cut, James Harden is more locked in than ever to win a championship. But how good can the Sixers really be next season? And the year of Steph Curry, it continues fresh off winning his first finals MVP. He's now set to host the ESPYs this week. I mean, what can't this man do? NBA Today rolls on after this. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Oh, eight on the cut and the jam. So skilled. Turnaround jumper. Good for DeAndre Ayton. And Ayton oops the alley. A lot of credit on the way he's playing right now. So it was last Thursday that the Suns matched the Pacers' offer sheet for DeAndre Ayton. And then yesterday, Ayton took to social media saying, Phoenix! Did I do that right? I grew up here, got drafted here, had my son here. We have the best fans in the world, and I'm ready to get back to work with my brothers. And so now, for a little bit more on DeAndre Ayton, I'm joined by Anscape's Mark Spears. And I just want to get right to it here, Mark. You, you recently published a story in which you spoke to DeAndre Ayton. It's available now on ESPN.com about him being happy with his new contract. But this has been such a journey that we've watched him go through over the course of the season. How was he able to process that now, and what's his mindset going into this contract? I, I found him to be mentally exhausted mm. uh, there was two weeks that passed where he was trying to get things done and obviously the Suns were in a situation where uh, James Jones said we're negotiating mm. and they you know did a business deal they they ended up allowing the Pacers to give him an offer sheet which Aiton signed but that saved the Suns one year and 40 million dollars yeah so I think it was bittersweet for Aiton because it makes you feel like, all right, I got my deal, but why didn't they give me the big deal? Why didn't I get the deal that everybody else in my class under me got? Uh, why didn't I get the deal that my colleagues on my team got? Like, why do I have to get less a year? So 
I think when the dust settles, when he goes to Nassau on Saturday yeah. and the Junker News band's there and he's eating uh, Caribbean food, he'll feel a lot better. But I found him to be exhausted with the free agency situation and happy it's over. Well, you know Aiton a lot better than I do, but in, in my experience watching these He'll, things He wants you to come to Bahamas anytime. Oh, well, there you he go. go with him. Um, watching this experience play out for other players, right, it can either push you to say, okay, bet, that's how you think of me, this is how I'm going to play, yeah. or it can break you. And so this is going to be an interesting year for him. Yeah. He's a big man. Yeah. And so when we're talking about big men, you know who we have to bring in. We, we need to bring in the big fella, Kendrick Perkins, because I hear he has updated his big list of big men. So start with number five, Perk, who you got, my friend? I got the guy coming in at number five on Big Perk's big man list. Tops in the NBA. We talk about centers. I got DeAndre Ayton. Career average double-double. He has improved every single year. The Phoenix Suns needed him, and they needed to hold him like a conversation. That's how tight <laughs> they needed to grip on and not let him go. At number four, here we go. We're talking about centers here. Rudy Gobert, okay? We're talking about a new acquisition for the Minnesota Timberwolves, playing alongside Carl Anthony Towns, a guy that you know is going to get you 12 to 13 rebounds a game, who's going to be the ultimate rim protector, and who's going, most importantly going to be in the top of the defensive player of the year conversation every single season. And number three, here we go. Out of South Beach, Bam out of the bio. Okay, we're going with Bam. A versatile five that's able to do dribble handoff actions, initiate the offense, switch one through fives defensively. Although he didn't have a great postseason, I'm expecting real big things from him in this upcoming season to help out Jimmy Butler and Eric exposure and help them try to get to the finals and win the championship. At number two, I'm going with the back-to-back -back MVP, the guy we see riding horses like he in Texas, the big fella. I'm going <laughs> with Jokic, okay? Team, mm. team, team whack body. Jokic, one of the most skilled bigs to ever touch the basketball. It's nothing that he can't do. I got him at number two. He's going to have his people back. Jamal Murray's coming back. I, uh, Michael, Michael Porter. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is coming back. And so they're going to be just fine. At number one, I'm going with the guy that I thought should have won the MVP. I'm going with the guy that played on a slightly torn meniscus. I'm going with a guy that his teammate, his other all-star, and Ben Simmons quit on him before he got traded. Joel Embiid, the big Philly, the league-leading scorer, the guy that did it since the first center to do it since who? Shaquille O'Neal, a guy that could defend, switch one through five, got better in the pick and roll, showed us that he could play with another superstar caliber player and James Harden. He's going to be better this year because of James Harden, and this is big perk top five centers, big men that are in the NBA. Giannis is not up there because I do not consider him as a center. Okay. All right. So that's your big list of big men, but we're going to stick with the 76ers here. Uh, James Harden recently spoke to Yahoo Sports about taking less money in order to improve the team. He said, I told Daryl Morey to improve the roster, sign who we needed to sign, and then give me whatever's left over. This is how bad I want to win. I want to compete for a championship. That's all that matters to me at this stage. I'm willing to take less to put us 
in that position. Interesting. Okay, so let's bring everyone back into this. Zach, just how big of an impact has Harden's decision been for the Sixers this offseason? Boy, oh boy, I love, I love what the Sixers have done in the offseason. I'm almost scared again because every year the Sixers sucker me in and make me a big backer of their team. But I love the P.J. Love PJ Tucker move. Love the Daniel House move. Love the DeAnthony Melton trade. These are the absolute perfect kind of guys to put around the most unstoppable pick-and-roll combination in the entire NBA of James Harden and Joel Embiid. And if those guys are healthy, and if Harden is in shape, and if he doesn't shrink from the moment in elimination games like we've seen him do time and again, including the very last one we saw against Miami, this team on paper absolutely has a chance to win the East and win the championship. They're that good. They're that deep. They're that versatile. It's the best mm. team on paper of the Joel Embiid era right there with the Jimmy Ooh. Butler team that almost beat the Raptors and had a chance to win the title. They can be that good, but but they've burned my trust so many times. I don't know if I can quite get there in Milwaukee and Boston and Miami are awesome. The competition is fierce, but they've done all they can do with the resources they have to build a team around Harden and Embiid. Well, Doc Rivers told me this morning that the discount that James Harden gave the Sixers allowed them to get P.J. Tucker and Daniel House. And in that process, with also getting DeAnthony mm. Melton, they got tougher, they got more serious, and they got some bench depth. Harden actually has been working out with Sam Cassell. If you saw those recent pictures of him, he looks like he's in great shape. Tyreek Maxey is working out with Doc's son, Spencer Rivers. And, and Perk, you remember this. When the Celtics went to training camp in Italy in 2008 when you guys won, and also the next year you guys went to Rhode Island, uh, the, the, the Sixers are doing this again with Doc, or they're going to do it for the first time. They're going to Charleston, South Carolina to get away from family, to just concentrate on basketball and each other as a team, get their camaraderie. And uh, along with basketball, Doc mm -hmm. wants them to work on American history, learn some American history. They're probably going to go to a, a slave museum and learn about the Gullah culture mm. out there in South Carolina. I'm with Zach on this one. I feel like the, the Sixers have, have, you know, teased me for so many years. I want to see them at that mountaintop because it feels like they've done the right things, made the right moves to do that. I, I, but, guys, we have someone very special in studio. So coming up on NBA Today, look who <laughs> is joining us. It is the one, the only, no, 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 Mr. Dikembe Mutombo. Thank you so much. That's coming up next here on NBA Today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Number one is laugh. Number two is think. And number three is you should have your emotions moved to tears. That's a full day. That's a heck of a day. You heard me, Mama used to say, make your mess your message. Find the meaning behind whatever it is that you're going through because everybody's got something. But I listened to what Jim Valvano said 21 years ago. The most poignant seven words ever uttered in any speech anywhere. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. I now have a responsibility to also not ever give up. I have goosebumps. Um, the SBs and Stuart Scott, they go hand in hand. And, and we'll never forget Stuart's unbelievably poignant acceptance speech at the 2014 SBs when he won the Jimmy V Award. And then six months later, Stuart was taken from his girls and from the world far too soon at the age of 49 after a lengthy battle with cancer. And today, it actually would have been Stuart's 57th birthday. And his legacy, it lives on in so many ways, and one of which is an ESPY award created in his honor. It's the Stuart Scott Inspire Award. And it celebrates people that have taken a risk and used an innovative approach in helping the disadvantaged through the power of sports. And this year's recipient of that award is about to join us now. With the fourth pick in the 1991 NBA draft, the Denver Nuggets select Dikembe Mutombo. Blocked by Mutombo. A brilliant anticipation. Blocked by Mutombo. Mutombo with a great block. Dikembe Mutombo with the block shot. Dikembe Mutombo just had himself a block party. One of the best big men ever is joining us now, Dikembe Mutombo. Thank you so much for being here. I, I want to start with the award. Yes. What does this mean to you? Um, it means a lot. Um, first, I want to say thank you so much uh, uh, to the committee for giving me such a great award. And I'm very pleased uh, for all of the work I've gone out to do uh, to show that the, the power of sport Mm. You know, sport, you have the power to change the world, and sport, you have the power to make our community better. Yeah, it's been such a joy to watch you do that work, particularly the work that you're doing in Africa. It's absolutely yes. awesome. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. We can't have you here and not talk just a little bit about basketball, if we could. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, so I'd like to bring in uh, another big man, another one, and, and one of our greatest to lace him up. It's big Kendrick Perkins, because we've got a little bit of rapid fire questions for you that we want to play. So we're going to call it after you a little bit of yes or no, 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 in honor of our esteemed <laughs> guests. All right. Is that cool? Yes. All right. So we're going to start with you, Dikembe. When your Nuggets upset the number one seeded Sonics, was that the greatest upset in NBA playoff history? Yes or no, no, no? Yes. <laughs> Perk? <laughs> no, 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 no. Are you kidding I me? I got to go. I got to. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm sorry. Listen, I apologize, Legend. But I got to go with the We Believe Warriors mm. with Baron Davis, Steven Jackson, and Matt Barnes when they knocked off the Dallas Mavericks, who had the best record in the league. Thurston Whiskey went on to win the MVP. That was a 1 8 seed upset that nobody saw coming. Are you serious? <laughs> Do you see who was in the Super Sonic? Halfway. 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 
I think this one, one we might need yeah. to agree to disagree on. So we'll try another one. Um, and Dikembe, <laughs> you're up first again. Is the prototypical big man, as we know it, extinct? No. No or? Mm. Not today. <laughs> Perk? <laughs> I'm with him. Not today. Look, we got Jokic. We got MB. They playing with their back to the basket. Both of those guys were, you know, one won the MVP, one came in second. We still got Giannis. He played with his back to the basket. I think the big men are starting to come back to life a little bit. Well, we just saw your extinct. big list of big men, and there were certainly some impressive ones on that mm-hmm. list. All right, Perk, I'm going to start with you on this one then. Was the 90s NBA better than today's? Ooh. <laughs> You know I was a rough rider, Malika, but I gotta go with this one. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, today's NBA is so much more exciting, right? We're watching teams score 135 points we a are. night. We're watching te- watching guys and in, in having 50 point games like it's nothing. It's excitement for the fans. On the outside looking in, now that I'm a fan of the game and not playing it no more, I much rather watch today's game than watch the 90s. Dikembe? My bad. Legend. Oh my. I would say no, no, no. You know what? The 90s was so much better. There was great difference. The intensity was better. And guys now are playing, shooting the ball from anywhere. That's all I have to say. Okay, so Perk, yes or no, no, no. <laughs> Dikembe has dunked on you before. Let me think for a second, Malika. I think. I mean, no, if you no, want some no, help. No, no, no. If you want some help, are you no, sure you don't no, want to no, amend no, that no. answer? Let's, let's, I, let's no, go to the I tape. don't. I'm going to stand on that. No. Let's go to the let, tape. We got tape. Oh. 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 He didn't. He didn't. It was he close. He but... didn't. Oh, you were this close. Ah. He fouled me out. That was <laughs> That was a foul. Yeah. Dikembe that... says that was a foul. So, I don't know. That was my way of going vertical. That's my <laughs> definition of verticality. There you go. Um, last but certainly not least, Dikembe. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but Brian Windhorst, he tried to take a little bit of your finger-pointing king action. So if you can take a look at this video, is this a yes or no, no, no? Brian Windhorst was better at the finger-pointing than you. Mm, no, no, no. <laughs> doing it differently. <laughs> a little bit differently. He was using it a little bit different. So yes. just for the record, you know, is is this this is the way that we no, need to you gotta stand straight and just move over here. Oh, okay. So just a little bit of this type of <laughs> little bit of this type of action. Dikembe, thank you so much for, for, for spending some time talking about the NBA with us. You are here though because you have been honored with an SB award. And, and the purpose thank you. absolutely the purpose of this SB in part is the innovation and pushing the sport and our, our culture, frankly, forward. What work do you still want to see be done in this space? Um, we are facing a lot of challenges in this world that we're living with the pandemic, uh, with HIV, AIDS, uh, tuberculosis, malaria still killing. Mm. And uh, more girls still don't have access to education. That's something that we need to address. Um, so many young girls around the world are not getting access to education. We need to fight it and then do our best to make sure that they have access to education because more than we give a woman a chance to be educated, more than our society have a chance to move forward.
Amen. I could not have said that any better myself. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dikembe, for your time here, for your Thank words. You. They you were so me. incredibly poignant. I really, really appreciate that. I appreciate it. We can see the SVs tomorrow, but it's never too early to donate to the V Foundation. So please head to v.org slash Stuart. 100% of your gift to the Stuart Scott Fund supports minority scientists and research in cancer disparities. Coming up on MBA Today, we're just over 24 hours until the ESPYs. We reveal who won the Best NBA Player Award. That is next. We'll be right back after this break. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. of Luca continuing to be written. Oh. A three by Luca. Bullseye. Got everyone watching, I gotta win. Get in my way, I go straight to the basket. A Dobson stagger. You know that I'm up for a chance. Luca Magic. Keeping my balance. There's Jokic, that man again. Straight to the basket, yeah. See the lane, I'ma take it. And here's Serbia. Clears for takeoff. Triple-double shoulder skill. Nice dish, Joker. Meditated celebration. The all-time three-point king in the Next, I'm not impressed. Right, Take it all again, lay the rest. Fires three pointer. Bang! You know, I never give up on the fight. Once again, it's to a brand new high. Tune into the ESPYs Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC. And to help continue Jim Valvano's incredible legacy from the first ESPY Awards, visit v.org/donate and join the fight to end cancer. All right, so those four players that we just saw, they're the four finalists for the ESPY Award for NBA Player of the Year. And Luka Doncic, he had another stellar season. He led the Mavericks to the Western Conference Finals for the first time in his career. And by the way, he led his team in points, rebounds, assists 10 times during the postseason. That's the most in a single playoff run in NBA history. But wasn't enough for Doncic to win the ESPY. So we also had two big men going toe-to-toe -to -toe for MVP literally all year long. Nikola Jokic, he became just the 13th player in NBA history to win consecutive MVP awards after recording his highest PER in a season and leading the league with 19 triple-doubles. 
And then on the other hand, we had Joel Embiid. He had a 23-game streak with at least 25 points last year. The only other seven-footer with such a streak in the NBA history, by the way, it was Wilt Chamberlain. But neither big man was able to dethrone last year's winner, Steph Curry who cemented his legacy during the Warriors championship run. He broke the all-time three-point record. He won All-Star Game MVP. He picked up his fourth championship ring. He won his first finals MVP. And now he takes home his third SB for the NBA Player of the Year. And Warriors owner Joe Lacob, he was recently on the Point Forward podcast with Andre Iguodala and Evan Turner, and he was talking about Steph Curry. Take a listen. I think he's got a number of years to go. Yes. And we were right. We did. We won. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, amazingly. And I think we're going to be, you know, hopefully better next year. These Mm -hmm. young guys will be better. Steph's still got it. I don't see him going off. I'm sorry to say for the rest of the league. I don't see him getting any worse. He's aging aging like wine. It's crazy. He is. The guy is so well-conditioned. It's unbelievable. So Joe Lacob sounds confident, right, that the reigning finals MVP and now the back-to-back SB award winner for NBA Player of the Year, not going to slip up anytime soon. So I'm going to start with Perk on this one. Um, how much longer, Kendrick, do you think Steph will be in his prime? In his prime? I prime. would say another eight to ten years. I, look, when I look at Steph Curry, what? I, think, I think of Steph Curry for his longevity-wise – could actually be the Tom Brady of the NBA. Because when you look at Steph Curry, his game is not relied on athleticism. He's not a guy that has to dunk the ball. or He's not a guy that has to beat you with speed. He's a guy that beats you with craftiness, his skill set, and most importantly, his shooting. Mm. His shooting is not going anywhere no time soon. Shooting is a rare skill that is needed in the NBA. So when I look at it and the longevity, I'm looking like Steph Curry could play this style of play for the next 10, 8 to 10 years. He could be 44 years of age playing this style of basketball. I just want to be very clear, and I I think Steph Curry has earned the right for us to not, like, we shouldn't be putting a limit on this. Like, he's so incredible that he should just be able to keep going and have the benefit of the doubt until the wheels fall off. But Richard Jefferson is 42, so in eight years, you're like, yeah, I see you, Rich. Steph's going to still be on the court, still be balling out in his prime. Yeah. He's like, silence speaks for itself. Zach, what do you think? Well, look, uh, when I hear, I'm still in shock. When I hear (laughs) in his prime, what I hear, what I interpret that as is at the peak of his abilities. If Steph Curry is at the peak of his abilities at age 42 or 43, number one, the NBA is in huge trouble because the Warriors will have laid waste to it for a very long time. Number two, I am taking Perk immediately to the nearest casino and letting him (laughs) bet my life savings on literally any game that he wants. Because if Steph Curry is in his prime at age 42, 43, or 44, I'm 44. I'm not even in my prime of like mowing the lawn anymore. Perk, if you're right on this, we're going to Vegas together and you can let it ride on anything you want. What would the game be, Perk? Well, get ready. <laughs> Mark? Get ready. Bet it all. I'm Bet ready. it all. I'm, I'm telling you, with his, with his skill, with his skill set, and with us knowing Steph Curry, he's going to be in great shape. I mean, Ray Allen could have played 
an extended period of time. And I'm just saying, even on the back end of his career, the way that Steph plays, I don't see how he can't keep this up for 10 years. It's just if he wants to. Yeah, well, Steph and Aisha, who is a great chef, I've had her food before, they always have a really healthy diet, so that's that part for them. Steph Curry's workouts are phenomenal. We need to get a, a camera in there. He works out at like 6 in the morning. Yeah. There is a Knicks player that worked out with Steph last summer that couldn't handle the workout and had to take a rest in the middle of it. That's how tough his uh, workouts are. Keep in mind, his father, Dale Curry, played till he was 37, right? And he didn't have the science of the day, the same food, yeah. the same workout regimen. So I'm kind of with Perk. I, I give Steph like five more years of his prime, eight more years of playing, but He's a guy who, unlike Perk, doesn't have to get beat up all the time. Maybe he does here and there on the layups, but he's a jump shooter. Yeah. That's what helped his dad play so long, and that's what's going to help Steph Curry play longer than his father. Well, maybe some of those workouts can help Zach get back to his mowing the lawn prime. I'm still, I'm still <laughs> wondering what that looks like. Uh, Steph Curry, he hosts the 30th annual ESPYs tomorrow from the Dolby Theater in Los Angeles. It's at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on ABC and the ESPN app. And the ESPYs, they honor ESPN's commitment to the V Foundation for Cancer Research. It's a partnership launched with the late Jim Balvano at the inaugural ESPYs in 19. 1993. Still to come on NBA Today, Keegan Murray, do you see? He's Summer League MVP, so we look at how much that affected the Rookie of the Year odds as NBA Today rolls on. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Okay, we're in Vegas, so we'll take some showtime. Get that shot out of here. Ronnie raising up. Oh, delivering a hammer shot. The top three picks, I've been impressed with all of them. They all can flat out play. And the steal. They can tie it with a three. Murray, yes! A Murray miracle in the desert. So that was the best of Summer League. Fitting that it was Mark Jones' voice because he's my MVP of Summer League. <laughs> so first, let's look at the odds as they stand right now for Rookie of the Year. 
Number one pick, Paolo Bencaro, favorite. He's followed by Chet Holmgren, Jabari Smith. Rounding out the top five are Jaden Ivey and then the Summer League MVP, the actual Summer League MVP, Keegan Murray. So, Mark Spears, who do you have taking the hardware next season? I got Keegan Murray because he's going to be on a playoff team. Ooh. The Kings are going in the streak. All right. Have the best record of all them rookies. <laughs> so, Keegan, <laughs> Keegan Murray is going to be your rookie of the year. Because Herc? Of the record. The, the the playoffs where we'll get into that conversation later. Hey man, record I, that. I know I've been riding record the Chet that. Holmgren. I'm telling it's, you, it's, just record it, Malik. Okay, that's cool. I I know I've been riding the Chet Holmgren uh, train, and I'm still on it. But I got to go with uh, Paolo Bencaro. Nice Look, too. When I watched him in summer league, when you talk about when you talk about a, a brute force, a guy that has a high basketball IQ and his leadership, along with his passing ability. He's going to average 20 points this season. He's going to be phenomenal. I got him winning rookie of the year. Zach? Playoffs? Playoffs? Playoffs, baby. Anyway, I'm going Cowbell Kingdom. Bancaro, too. I'm going Bancaro, too. The Magic have been starved for someone to come in and be a number one option. I think he's going to get a ton of touches, a ton of scoring opportunities. And do a lot with them. Go chalk, Paolo Bancaro. I kind of like Jaden Ivey. All right, NBA Today. We'll be back in 60 seconds with the best of the summer thus far. You guys have got to see hey. this. It's Joel Embiid dancing the hey. horror at a wedding in Napa over the weekend. I don't know. I have been the person lifted up in these chairs at my bat mitzvah, and I just have to say this is excellent. Summertime, form. baby. Summertime. That's that wine in Napa. Have you ever danced the horror? Who the hell was lifting up Joel and B? I mean, that's kind of what I want to know. That is so exceptional. Thank you, gentlemen, for for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. All I can say is Lachaim, and we will see you tomorrow. That was exceptional.